What Radio, the music you want. With your host, Steve Dan. I put the gun in swinger, baby! <laughs> Radio What Stop. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. It's so easy. And maybe I can entertain you at your next event. Yeah, call me up. I like to party with the people. Today on the program, Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama herself. I'm going to learn a little bit more about her sewing, her geeking, and her mamaing. So we can learn together. We got that to look forward to in the next few minutes. This week's shows, I've been just doing podcasts after podcast after podcast and having a good time just talking to people, getting some stories, learning more about the world and how things happen, uh, people to people, getting chit chats. But of course, I do have my one public show this week on Friday night. I'm at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Oh, yeah, the Rab, the Rab up in Conway, up on the hill, on Hippie Hill. It's a video dance party, karaoke jam. Did I say karaoke? I believe I did say karaoke. You are the stars of the show. They have a full bar. The kitchen is open. They have the pool tables, the pool tournament on their 10 diamond official pool tables. So go be a part of the pool tournament. Make some money on a Friday night. Why don't you? In Conway, Arkansas. On the party patio, they got the foosball, the shuffle shuffleboard they have the oh the giant jenga game the checkers yes they have it right there at the rab in conway arkansas come join me while you're waiting to sing a song and be the star of the show at least for three or four minutes you can play games have some drinks and just have some fun with your friends and and i'll be your pal yours truly keys dan hanging out with you at the rab that starts at 8 p.m and we go till about two in the am you know what? I want to talk to Candy Keen right now, the So Geek Mama. Let's call Candy Keen now. Hi, Candy Keen, please. That's me. The So Geek Mama? Yep. What does that even mean? <laughs> I sew, I geek, and I mama. <laughs> Perfect. That's a, I was going to ask you to give the people a synopsis in, in, a, you know, in a nutshell. Give, your, give the people who Candy Keen is in a nutshell. I think you just nutshelled it very, quick, <laughs> very quickly and very easily. It's, yeah. In case you haven't figured it out, it's Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so tell the people a little bit more about you. Give give them a little a little bio on who you are. Um, I'm Candy Keen. Um, <laughs> I let's see. Well, I'm uh, I guess I'm a mom blogger now because uh, I'm a mom and I blog um, <laughs> before that I 
owned a costume shop and so I did cosplay and costumes for uh, 11 years um, at my store and I made costumes for other people and stuff and then um, I closed my shop after I had my son and then I fell into uh, blogging and now I write about geeky things and mom life in general. Fabulous. Candy Keen. Now, can that be your real name? Is that your real name? It is. I married into the last name, and my first name is Candy. It's not a nickname for anything. <laughs> that is fantastic. See, you you married the right fella. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm not just guessing because his last name is Keen, and it matched perfectly, and it has that nice alliteration, Candy Keen, perfect, uh, just in time for Christmas, all that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I'm sure you you've had it your you know ever since you got married. Uh, the, the all the puns and, and I want all, to get, all the puns. Yeah, I yes. want to get to all the puns. I want you to to list all the puns eventually. Maybe we'll put a pin in that. But uh, <laughs> you're you're in Florida, and it, it, where are you from? I'm in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, but where are you from? Mm-hmm. Oh, where am I from? Yes, um, I grew up in I <laughs> I grew up in Sarasota, so about uh, five hours, four hours south of where I am now. I'm pretty My, familiar yeah. with Sarasota. That's the west side, uh, Gulf yes, side. Yes, the Gulf side. Nice Good beaches. Beautiful beaches. Yes. Good place to grow up. Yep. Nice. It's a uh, it's a lot bigger now. When I lived in Sarasota, it was a little town. <laughs> oh, okay. Now well, it seems to have really spread out. See, I'm from Miami, and I'm familiar with that little town that spreads out. That little town that gets bigger as soon as 1980 came around. And uh, well, let me let me say it in a mumble. The drugs came in uh, to Miami. The town yeah. exploded. And I'm sure there was a residual heading all the way up the coast, all the way up uh, the the panhandle, all the way up to, uh, you know, through Florida with that same influx of of uh, cash. Uh, well, uh, just a weird illicit money. Let's let's, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> that that came up through. And I'm guessing that Sarasota was very similar to Miami Beach at the time as I, I grew up in the 70s. And I, I remember that. Well. Yes. Sarasota is a bit of an, uh, an I, I don't know if, if you spent a lot of time there, but um, it's it, everyone's like retired and over 65. Well, that's the way it should be. You know, so it's a little their <laughs> drugs are a little different. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all drug dealers. Ah, oh, I get it. You live you live amongst a bunch of drug addicts <laughs> and, and and pusher people. I'm sure there's a lot of, of pushers that that wear uh, scrubs and, and masks from time to time. Oh, yes. When I went to college at UF, it was like a culture shock being around young people. I was just like, they're everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait so you went to the university of florida yep fantastic i went there for lunch uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess technically i went to the florida state fire college and i always said oh yeah i went to florida state fire college which is right. right there in ocala in that in that general oh, vicinity okay. uh, you yeah. know yes As, uh, south florida it seems to uh st- take its it, it seems to uh, separate itself from the rest of florida the rest of yeah. florida always felt like south georgia south alabama maybe uh maybe east uh, louisiana uh, in many respects and, and I, <laughs> I i don't know how, how much of the 
of the Florida lifestyle, uh, the Miami Beach type of Florida lifestyle there is in Sarasota. I think I've I've DJed some weddings in your hometown. But what, yeah. what was it for a, a, a young candy girl growing up in Sarasota? How, how was life? <laughs> um, I, I'm taking back. Uh, it was it was Sarasota was um, kind of boring. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you do in school? Uh, what did you do for kicks, for fun? How's the nightlife? I um uh well. I was like, I don't know if I want to get into that. Uh, when I was in Sarasota, um, let's see, I started, I was, uh, it was the early 90s, and so I was a raver. <laughs> hey, okay, I get yeah. it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, you, yeah. you, you don't have to say, uh, to divulge anything that you don't yeah. want to. This is your yeah. story, and you can tell Daddy it. Daddy pants, pigtails, and tiny backpacks. That's so. right. You can tell it how you uh, deemed, uh, deem it necessary. So, Wait, uh, the tiny backpacks, that kind of calls over to anime, maybe. (laughs) Well, you know, when you're a raver and you dress up like... No, I don't know, Candy. No, I've never DJed a rave party, Mm, a foam party, Mm, (laughs) out in the middle of a field. Uh, They call me four hours beforehand and say, just meet us in this field (laughs) and we'll have a generator set up for you. Really? Is that where I'm going? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I think I've yes. been there. I've hinted on it, and yes, I've been there. Now, <laughs> I, I know what a rave party is. It's a lot of for four, five, six, ten hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Candy, you, you don't have to say that you were or weren't at any of these parties, wink, because you're a mama. <laughs> you're, you're, you're an upright citizen now. Yes, I'm like, and that was like 20 years ago or so. Oh, okay. No, more than that. Well, 30 years ago? Wait, I'm like the 90s? How long ago was that? I don't remember. You know, I still think of the 90s as 10 years ago. You know, okay. 10 years ago, we'll back in the 90s? Wait, nope, that's wrong. Reverse it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candy, I'm already having fun with you. I'm already having a blast. I know that you have a story to tell. And okay, so you're a, a raver of sorts. Uh, of course, you, you you were just into the music and, and nothing else, or maybe, <laughs> or whatever you want to whatever you want to talk about that time of your life, Candy Keen. Um. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going? And we're done with your twenties. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. No. Well, they, well, you know, that's very accurate. They were a blur. <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember your twenties, you didn't have a good time. That's yeah. Right. I had a fabulous time. Um, Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, so you're into music. You're into uh, what happened in? I did. Well, in, let's uh, say uh, grade school and and high school. How 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 were the kids? How did they treat you? How did you treat the kids? Uh, and what were your extracurricular activities at that time in Sarasota? I, in Sarasota, um, let's see, my extracurricular activities was on the yearbook staff. <laughs> Geek. Uh, yeah, so, and I wrote, yeah, I wrote for the paper, so, Nerd. and uh, also in, um, uh, I started out in community college, and I wrote for the paper there, so, yeah, I've always been writing, and my degree is in uh, magazine journalism. So I dig that's it. How, that's how I started getting, uh, doing the blogging thing, because that's what all my, like, degree in college and everything is in. <laughs> Candy Keene's been doing it from an early age. You, you were born yeah. to do this, uh, born to do what you always have done. Uh, so uh, how did the... 
how did the geeky culture come into it? Uh, were you what were you into as a as a child? Oh well, you know, growing up in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, I it was all about Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk and Star Wars and um, you know all that, and that's what I grew up with and loved. And then now that I'm older, that's like geeky stuff. But it was just cool stuff when I was little. So <laughs> hey, now you're speaking my language. What year did you graduate high school? 93 93 i'm class of 86 class of 86 rules baby <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> so so when you were when you were just getting out of high school i was a a baby dj and i was playing all the music for you kids and and you you may have uh, have been to a a party very similar to the ones that i was djing at and and fantastic uh, 93 pretty good year i mean uh, music wise what what were you into uh okay you were into writing what, what was your favorite kinds of music? Let's go that way. Let's see. In high school, I was going through the super alterna phase, you know, so. Um, Ex- uh, uh, example bands. <laughs> um, the Pixies, uh, Morrissey. Um, uh, like, who else did I love? Throwing Muses. Um, uh, belly. um thinking way back <laughs> oh i get where you're going i, I appreciate all that music uh, you know like a lot uh, of 16 candles a lot of pretty in pink in there uh yeah. i think molly ringwald was really into the pixies 90s alterna rock <laughs> dig it dig it candy keen the the uh, so yeah. geek mama and i started so i started going to clubs on like alternative and goth night so and did they have those in sarasota or do you have to travel they had them at the only gay bar in town dig it <laughs> dig it and, we'll, and that's when they we'll, let you in a little underage so that's uh they had a really good uh alternative dance night yeah i'm sure you get a little hand stamp and and away you go candy keen's on her <laughs> way I, I i guess i can't call you candy keen at this time it's, well, it's candy girl it's little candy, candy girl <laughs> yeah so uh, uh, so did you make a lot of friends candy girl um <laughs> candy girl sounds kind of weird um yeah i I had friends. I had plenty of friends, I guess. Um, I had a good, good high school, good school, fun, you know. I don't have any, like, horror stories, like, I was bullied or anything. I had a good <laughs> school. I just... Well, good. You know, hey, I hope that most people have a good life, a, a good experience. And, you know, yeah, yeah. most well, people... Well, you always hear, like, people, you know, like, not have a good school experience. I don't know. I remember I was contacted once by, like, the Maury Povich show, and they were... Be, like they're trying to do some like geek to chic um you know show and they were like isn't there don't you have any bad experience we can work with and i was just like no not really exactly no i mean yeah people people picked on me in school but i think it was uh, all in all it was a good time you know but it, you know I, I think i got picked on because it was me trying to trying to find my way through life i was the one wearing the hawaiian shirts with the bandanas with the long coat with the you know just uh, just really just trying to find you know parachute pants and uh, yeah and a cowboy I was, I hat was pretty i was pretty quiet in school so uh-huh. yeah <laughs> but writing for the yearbook i'm sure kids are saying oh take a picture of me and i write about me and 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 were you popular in, in that respect did, did you write good articles or, or 
were you were you the photographer or the, you were definitely the writer um yeah the right writer yeah i wrote wrote randomly for the paper here and there and then um some uh for the yearbook when you wrote an article for the yearbook you also had to take the picture so uh-huh. <laughs> so did you have any any uh crazy exposés about the school uh no, the school no. lunch is it nutritional <laughs> You be the judge. No, I'm pretty sure a lot of my stuff was just like um, bad teenage poetry. I wrote that, you know. <laughs> I like that. Can you recite some of that for us? I know I'm putting you right on, right on the no. spot. <laughs> I think I shall never see a lovely uh, poem, Lovely as a Tree. Nope, that's not you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were a poet of sorts. You were a writer of sorts. That is laying down the foundation of candy, of who you are in that respect, being the blogger that you are today. So the geek part was that you were really into the movies and, of course, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. And I love it when she pops up in different TV shows nowadays, looking (laughs) as beautiful as she ever was. Uh, I I watch these uh, shows on the CW and I I think she plays the president on Supergirl uh, and and she just wow that is Wonder Woman and she will always (laughs) be Wonder Woman. So, yes. and, and I haven't even, I haven't watched the new Wonder Woman movie, not because I haven't wanted to, it hasn't streamed for me and I'm, I'm too lazy to get out and go to the movies. And so, but, uh, did you watch the new Wonder Woman? Oh yeah. How yeah. did she compare? How, what? How did she compare? Did, were you still oh, thinking of it, Linda Carter no, at the time? Uh, I would say there's, it's, I, you can't really compare it to something so different. I, I had a, I almost look at it as a, as a different character. Like Linda Carter is this, you know, all American crime fighting badass, you know, seventies chick. And then you've got the new Wonder Woman is slow, like a foreign Amazon and like, she's still Wonder Woman and she's awesome, but She's not Linda Carter. <laughs> Understood. Understood. You know, it's still awesome, and it's awesome to see Wonder Woman like that. And all of the superhero characters have all their all their different styles. You know, I mean, there's a million different Spider Man, and you know, it's so Wonder Woman. Eventually, of course, is going to change characters and be a different person. And it's funny because we were just uh, we were watching Spider Man Far From Home tonight with my son and. He's been watching Spider-Man with a different Peter Parker. And then he was like, Mommy, why is this hair different? What Spider-Man looks different. And I was like, well, it's a different actor. This is a different Spider-Man. This is a different story. But they have the same names. I was like, I know, but it's different. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how it can take you out of the picture when they do change actors? And I know growing up as a child, I think they did change actors. And I, I think I'm I'm not quite old enough to when they changed Darren's on Bewitched. But I, I, I still made that as a joke sometimes in the uh, in the late 70s, in the early 80s. I'm still trying to get over when they changed Darren's on Bewitched. You know, and, and, and I've, I've seen some TV shows. Uh, well, I mean, can I even say Bill Cosby, the Cosby show? I guess I, guess I, I did. I love the Cosby show. You know, and I, I think they changed. Oh no! It was the the mother on on Will Smith's show that they changed, isn't oh, it? And didn't I, they change? I think they changed his wife's 
part as well, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I can't remember. I watched all that, but I can't remember. Of course. I mean, but does it take <laughs> you you out of the picture? Can you remember back when you were a, a grade schooler and you were watching a, a, a movie and then part two, hey, that's a whole different actor. <laughs> yeah. And it's throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. I tried to watch Hellboy the other night, the new one, and I, I actually didn't finish it. I and I like the actor the new the actor playing the new Hellboy, but I just I can't get over it not being Ron Perlman. Correct. <laughs> and I, I believe that there are a lot of people with you. Now I do realize that you're allowed to remake a movie for a whole nother generation, but you can't forget that the past generation still alive, buddy. We're still here. We're still here. <laughs> You know, and we may go watch it because we love the property. We love yeah. the the movies. We love the comic books. We love the stories. Like I'll watch every Robin Hood movie ever made, and I'll watch every Cinderella, and I'll watch you know every time the Three Musketeers comes out in whatever iteration. Because hey, I love that story, and and these are the classic stories. So, have you always watched these types of movies? Is that have you been into that your whole life? <laughs> Yeah, I I have. I just like that's what I'm excited about. Like, oh, superhero movie, you know. Like, if I'm flipping through the channels, it'll be like, oh, superheroes, Godzilla, something, you know, Thor, whatever, like, or monsters or something. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, my family and I, we just uh, found the list of the Arrowverse and what order to watch all the Arrow. Uh, Flash, oh. <laughs> Supergirl, uh, Legends yeah. of Superheroes, and even uh, Black Lightning is in there, even though he really didn't cross over, at least not in the first season. But uh, we yeah. just got to that point to where Black Lightning is starting to get fit in there. I was like, oh, wow, cool. Black Lightning's in there. And then, you know, they had Constantine, Vixen, and most of those things were streaming, thankfully. So we were able to watch them. Uh, is that something that you would do? Maybe watch all three Star Wars or all nine or all, th I don't even know how many Star Wars there are. I'm a bad <laughs> man. Or, or maybe all the Star Treks. Uh, oh, and, and uh, maybe you could answer the Star Trek versus Star Wars answer uh, question, but uh, the de the debate answered by Candy Keen. Hmm. <laughs> any thoughts well, on any of that? Well, <laughs> that was a lot of stuff all at once. I'm not sure where to focus. Yeah, I like throwing <laughs> stuff at you and see what sticks. See if there's any thoughts. Okay, Star I, I I I go. I do like both Star Wars and Star Trek, and um, but I love Star Wars more. <laughs> okay, uh, what's your Star Trek? But I will still go see like every Star Trek movie. <laughs> right. What's your Star Trek? What's my Star Trek? Yeah. What's the one that that you hold the most dear? Which captain? Which? Oh, TOS the original series. So. Original series. Wow. Yeah, that's that sounds like you have good parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I remember from my childhood. That's what I grew up on. I actually, and when uh, uh, went to the uh, the Christmas special for. Um, Captain Kirk's <laughs> Christmas special. He came here, and I actually dressed up uh, in uh, one of the Star Trek uniforms. <laughs> you have to stop. That's excellent. And what did you think I about more that? People would be dressed up for it. I was like one of the only ones. <laughs> so you stood out. You know, you do you like to? Well, I, okay, you're a cosplayer as well. Do you 
do you like the feeling that you get when you get in costume? Do you become that character somewhat <laughs> when you're dressed I up, I Andy like, King? I like dressing up, but I do I do enjoy more sort of like going to a convention where everyone's dressing up and everyone's expecting it rather than when I'm the only person dressed up and I get so like if I get tons of attention i get a little you know nervous <laughs> okay all right well we're getting a little bit of, of so an i'm idea. not like uh i'm not like oh yay spotlight <laughs> right <laughs> right hey you're not a narcissist i get it <laughs> i often fall into it uh, so i've gotten used to it but i don't like really seek it out <laughs> understood understood candy keen the so geek mama and i'll keep saying that because i want pe- to drill it into people's heads as we're talking and learning more about you miss candy yeah so that's my handle on every, all the social media stuff all of them. Still every geek mama. Of them. and then the blog is geekmamas.com yes yes all right candy we are growing through the years with you. Uh, we we're we're skimming through your twenties because well, uh, you went you went to college. I did, yeah. And what did you want to be when you grew up? Ah, uh, well, see what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to have a costume shop and make costumes. But then my mom said, "Well, you should maybe you should pick something that's a little more responsible, or something you know, like a responsible career is going to make some money." And so obviously, I had no guidance because I chose journalism. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the first thing on the first day of like journalism class, they're like, "Ah, well, we know you're all not here because you want to make money." And then everyone. <laughs> Not laughing, and I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> where, where do I sign out of this one? So, uh, <laughs> so I went to college and got a journalism degree, and then uh, afterwards went opened a costume store, like I always wanted to do. So, <laughs> now, when was the first convention that you you had, or, or what made you want to open a costume store? Oh, just growing up, uh, Halloween was always. The, like my favorite time of the year and my mom and I would make our costumes and you know we'd start planning our costumes months and months ahead of time and working on them and then when I got old enough to like go to the bars with her we would go and hit five costume contests in a row and like just win them all and I waited all year for Halloween to roll around you're a star <laughs> that was before that was before I knew about like conventions and the fact that I didn't have to wait all year. <laughs> yes, you, just, you let people know uh, in on the secrets. Uh, Halloween is not just one time a year. If you know where a comic con is, yes, isn't yeah. that fantastic? And, and, and these days, there's a comic con every weekend somewhere. It seems like it, especially in Florida. And I know a lot of yeah. the other country. Uh, th- they look at Florida and they go. Man, those people are crazy down there. It's not <laughs> they that they're crazy down there. It's just that there's so many of them. So there's so many stories. Uh, I know I'm living in, in Conway, Arkansas, and there's there's maybe a million people in this state. And when I lived in Miami, there was a million people on my block. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's a lot of people. And amongst all those people, there's, they're going to have some, some funny ones, man, some crazy stories. <laughs> and, and even though you were in the sleepy part of the state, the, the, the sleepier, the but uh, you still had your your share of times in in Florida and and cool you yeah. found you found a nice bar that played your your type of music and got you into your type of crowd that gave you some fun growing up 
So that's the so. I mean, that's the you, you, you're touched up a little bit upon the, the so. We've talked a little bit about the geek. The so, and, yeah. and so y- your mom seems kind of cool. We could talk about your mama. Hey, see, so geek mama. <laughs> we could talk about your mama and, and maybe your dad and see what, what they grew uh, <laughs> no, up. Actually, my mom is trying to text me right now because I gave her one of those um, Nick's Play uh, smart frames where you can send pictures to it. Oh, you messed up. Yeah. So, yeah, so I I have it all I have it all set up and I was like, "Okay, and now I can send you pictures. Yay." And I have one too and now she's figured out she can send pictures to me and so she's like did you get my picture it's like a picture of her cat in the sink you know of course it is like random stuff i'm like mom this is like you don't have to send me every picture to the photo frame (laughs) and then she can't figure out how to send them to her own frame now so she keeps sending them to me and then she wants me to send them to her frame and so (laughs) we were in the middle of a little text-a-thon where i was like screenshotting and circling things press this button you know (laughs) now that's hilarious probably wondering why i haven't gotten back to her (laughs) no you've just turned this into a movie and you know that's the stereotypical mama that does not know about uh, her electricity Electronics, and, yes. and, and usually yeah. it's the the fifteen year old kid that has to teach them <laughs> everything about their computer. How do you say it? Is it c- computer? That was me growing up with mom. Yeah. W W W H T T P. I have, I have a, grew up with like a single mom, so it was like, who's gonna hook up the the new, you know. Uh, stereo with the TV, and it would be me. So. Ooh, you had a stereo with the TV. Braggadocious, oh, isn't no, it? Surround sound. Oh, wow. Quite braggadocious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get cable till I was 12. You know, it, it just doesn't sound the same. It doesn't sound the same as when Grandpa said, you know, I had to walk in the snow both ways, you know, to school. And, you know, so, no. Wow. It, we, we, I think we had it good. And, and every generation seems like they get it better and better than than the the generation before and isn't that the way it's supposed to be so yes. uh so your your mom uh besides helping you sew things what what did she do i'm sure she she worked hard or uh, trying to raise a kid <laughs> my mom was a dancer so uh so we made a lot of costumes together <laughs> that is cool as can be what kind of dancing uh, the exotic. <laughs> that is cool as can be. And, yeah. and brothers and sisters. Uh, no, well, um, on from I found out later uh, when I was twenty three. I found out I had a brother, a half brother and half sister from my dad. I didn't. My mom and dad got divorced when I was two, and then I met him again when I was twenty three. And um, the because of the internet coming around, yes. um, one of the family members from the other side finally found me and then um so i actually like remet my dad and grandparents when i graduated college and so we ended up on the front page of the gainesville sun um <laughs> like talking about how uh it was the first time they'd seen me you know in 20 years well there's some small town news for you <laughs> that's fantastic yeah i i think i i, I have a similar uh, upbringing situation i i think my parents divorced when i was just a baby or, or or maybe even just before i was born and i i knew him a little bit but i lost touch with him and i'm i'm pretty sure i have a half brother out there somewhere billy joe if you can hear me uh you know uh, get in contact with me and i i i know that that's his name and and i i have no idea where he's at but yeah it, it's 
you know, there's yeah, all kinds of families. I grew up an only child. But right. Now I have a brother and sister. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, and here, I think, I, yeah, I have a half brother and a stepsister. So, and another half sister. So, um, yeah, there you go. There's all kinds of family. It's a it's an American family story right there. <laughs> <laughs> so you, primarily, you're raised by your mother, and it seems like she did a great job. Uh, you're you're a fine, upstanding citizen of the world. And you, but you she designed a, a lot of costumes for her while she was dancing. It, it's funny. Yeah, well, it was fun. We'd put uh, we put costumes together, and uh, she did you know themed stuff to different songs, and um, she. Had a she twirled a fire baton. Um, she did. She did this one thing w- with fire again, where like with flash paper. She learned like we throw wow. you know the flash paper and it lights on fire. And um, she yeah, she did all kinds of like fun stuff, like like performance type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. showgirl. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun, you know, and that's where I got my 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 love of costuming from and so we would just make all kinds of stuff and then you know Halloween of course I believe and, uh, that that's excellent uh, so you were raised uh, to do to do these three different aspects of your career you yes. were, you were making costumes how how many costumes do you believe that you you made just so many I've made thousands of costumes when i I had my store i made them for other people and like just in a i would make hundreds just in like september and october alone just making them myself i would have a whole assembly line i used to make one of my two uh well i had three costumes i made the most of wonder woman um slave leia and lilu and i would just have you know like assembly lines lined up all in the living room making one piece after another or something has to dry something has to be cut out something and i have my friends come over and help me i'd be like here i'll give you wine paint this you need to paint 57 of them you know <laughs> okay well full disclosure i have been stalking your instagram and i noticed the picture at least the the, the second picture on your instagram is your lilu and it's a fantastic lilu thanks it, you- yeah that's my last my last lilu i've been making that costume for 20 years i'm done <laughs> <laughs> no, you put a lot of work into it, and it shows. I mean, it, you look just like uh, oh, I can't, I can't. Can you even say the whole name? Lila, blah, 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 Ikbat, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> no, I know Mila Jovovich, but oh. I'm saying oh. the whole Lilu name. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I got Lilu, blah, 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 Ikbat, Yeah. <laughs> I could probably say it like Corbin Dallas did. Last time I wore the costume, I did like try to memorize and practice that. And I can't remember it at all. (laughs) At least you could say multi-pass. Go ahead. Say it. Multi-pass. Now they know. Oh, fantastic. All right. Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama, still chit-chatting, finding out more about you. When? Okay. So you grew up. With that background, exotic dancer mama making costumes, taking care of you, uh, an only child as far as you knew. And so how is it growing up as an only only child? Did you get all the attention? And were the grandparents around or was there other family around? Uh, my my family is all in Alabama. I was born in Alabama. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But uh, escapes to Florida at two and never never looked back. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So Alabama, um, no? <laughs> I, you know, my family's still there. Uh, I got to actually going back to visit for the holidays, but um, uh, not a place I would want to grow up in. Very glad that my mom took me to Florida, even though I grew up in sleepy little Sarasota. It was still better than uh, Alabama. So, um, All right. Yeah. Shots fired, Alabama. Feel free to rebut. <laughs> I just, Florida. <laughs> Find Candy Keen online. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up in a place people go to vacation. You can't, you know, you can't. That. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I, you know, born born in, and raised in Miami, uh, South Florida, yeah. the, the Florida Keys. I learned and Miami was the first place we or we yeah, Coco. Oh no, Miami was the first place we went. Oh, okay. Uh, we came we came to Florida and started in Miami, and then uh, ended up in Sarasota when I was six. So. You almost had a little bit of a Cuban accent when you talk like that. When you say Miami, <laughs> I go to Miami. Ah, at an early age. <laughs> yes, uh, you, you were remembering and, and, and the muscle memory came in. my mom remembers in Miami. She couldn't wait to get out of there. She's like, nobody speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, el resto de este programa es en español. Okay, the, the rest of this program will be now be in Spanish. Okay, <laughs> please hit your SAP now. <laughs> <laughs> so cool all right so you, so you, you, you kind of it, how come you never visited me when you went to miami come on uh, okay and then i i spent the rest of the, my uh my 20s i was in the in the florida keys which is where keys dan oh. came from hey oh, now you know <laughs> and the so geek mama yes yes yeah. it's amazing how we how we catch our handles how they become a part of us no matter where mm-hmm. i move i think i'm going to stay keys dan because i i put a hundred <laughs> I, I put a, a half a million web pages out there that say keys dan on them and i'm not changing it now <laughs> <laughs> not changing them now. so all right the so geek mama candy keen still chit-chatting it up when did you open up your costume shop after you had this illustrious um, graduation so, uh you know hey you're gonna uh, be a journalist no I'm not. Yeah, well, after college, I wanted to go on a big adventure, uh, so I moved to California. Oh. That's where, and my future husband uh, went went with me. We both went out to California after graduating from UF on our big uh, West Coast adventure. Okay, (laughs) that that tells me where where you met the hubby. You met him at U of F? Yeah, what yeah. Was he, studying? he was in he was in advertising when I was in journalism. So we were both in the same uh, college. Yeah, so you pass each other in halls, and uh, who who asked who 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 made the first move? <laughs> um, my roommate was in PR. That's a so the College of Journalism Communications <laughs> was back then was com- was journalism, PR, and advertising, mm. and so PR and advertising had. Um, they combined forces and would throw really good parties. And my husband uh, was like the head of the party committee. So he was throwing the parties. And so we met at a Halloween party that uh, he was throwing at, at his, I think it was his, yeah, his place. (laughs) What was he dressed as? He was Braveheart. Okay. What were you dressed as? Um... I was a genie. 
<laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I think it's a random, random genie. <laughs> I think I'd get along with your husband. I, my whole first year of college was was me throwing parties, you know, becoming the <laughs> DJ that I am today. That's what he uh, specialized in in college. <laughs> yes, that's right. He was throwing throwing the parties for yeah. the um, advertising society. I wasted a lot so. of money at Broward College. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Okay. But we we both wanted. Uh, we both were like, let's go to California. So we did, and he got a job at an advertising agency, and um, I found out there's not a lot of jobs for journalists straight out of school. <laughs> so California is a big place. What what part of California? San Francisco. Oh, the north part. That's where, yeah, the cold that's part. We the not the not. The not California part. We were there for two years before I was like, I cannot take this cold. I'm yeah. going south. And then we went to San Diego. People but. don't realize that. Uh, who was it that wrote uh, the coldest winter I ever spent with the summer in <laughs> California? Who was that? Um, what's his name? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. The yeah. big one. And Sam you'll Clemens hear that himself. over and over and over again when you live in San Francisco. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially, you know, you go to the Bay, but, it's freezing oh, out there. Freezing. I was underdressed. It can, be, it can be like fine on one corner and then you turn the corner and you're like, oh, it's freezing cold. It's the wind <laughs> and it's crazy. It's and it's, It was just too cold. I, mean, I couldn't take it anymore. It was fun. It was great. We lived right in Union Square, like four blocks from Union Square. Um, and that's and, the popular part of town. I think I was only oh, yeah. there for oh, a couple yeah, of that's days. The, the center of downtown. So it was, you know, pretty cool city living. It was an experience. It was a great thing to do in your 20s. <laughs> All right, San Francisco tourism. Uh, she loves your town. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Candy Keen on your side. So, all right, you spent a couple years in San Francisco. Where to? Um, when then we went down to San Diego. Oh, the South part. It never yeah. rains in San Diego. Now there, I've done <laughs> some parties. Uh, when I, I, I traveled out uh, 10 to the 8, which is how do you get to San Diego? I sound like a Californian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I remember that part of the mountainside was on fire, which happens almost every year, it seems. Uh, but I, I got to the, the mansion that I was supposed to play a party at. And he said, go ahead and set your equipment up by the pool. I think it was Thursday morning when I got there. We had a party Thursday night. And I said, do I need to take my equipment back inside? No, it never rains here. What was your experience <laughs> in California, in San Diego? It's funny. I can't remember. I don't remember it raining a lot. I don't remember it like never raining, but I also don't remember it raining. <laughs> yeah. So I do remember the fires, though. <laughs> Yeah, it happened almost every year. How how long did you spend in, in San Diego? Um, about two years in San Diego. Did you and find then, a, a job there in the journalism or anything? Uh, no. So um, I uh, when I'll so initially when we went to San Francisco, I was writing because um, the dot com boom was happening and all the websites needed content, and so I was getting paid really well to write for a lot of different websites. Yeah. And um and it was it was a lot of fun. There were a ton of parties, a ton of launch parties, and it was a great time 
to be uh, in San Francisco and have no money because uh, dinner was free every night at a different like launch party. <laughs> I get it. And okay. We had a ton of fun. Um, our, we sort of fell in with um, this crowd of party crashers. Um, our friend had sfgirl.com and she even ended up on uh, that show. Uh, Oh, what was it called? It was there was a show recently about the whole dot com boom in San Francisco, and it's totally slipping my mind now. I can't think of the name of the show, but um, yeah, the, okay, I, I I think I'm getting what you're saying, but yeah, I don't think Silicon, I've ever seen it's it. Not Silicon Valley, but no. it's, uh, Valley of the Boom. I think it is. Okay, I, I, I don't think, think I've heard of that called. one. Yeah, so it's funny because they actually have an episode where they where they have an actor playing my friend <laughs> no but, um, way that's so we did that when we first got there and then and that was right before um i graduated college um i was out there for like during the summer because my husband graduated college a uh, semester before me so he actually oh, went okay. out there first and then by the time i graduated and got out there <laughs> The boom was busting, and all those places that were paying me to write all of a sudden were like, we're going to let you write for us and give you exposure. <laughs> what? That is incredible. And I was like, okay. but That I'm does sound like a movie. Exposed. That sounds like a TV show right there, where you go and you show up for work, and they're closing on you. Yeah, so every place was just like, exposure exposure bucks and i was like exposure bucks don't pay for rent so i and i got a job at bath and body works in union square <laughs> hey that's a steady job um, steady paycheck nothing wrong with bath yeah. and body works so i like the I smell just, of their sprays yeah, please sponsor me college <laughs> making minimum wage you know putting hand lotion on people <laughs> now that's a that's another movie in itself where the college kid with the with the college degree can't get a job and that's well, where you're I, at. Early 2000s, yeah. I'm guessing? Um, yeah, it was yeah, 2000, 2001. 2001. It was not a space odyssey for you, <laughs> Candy Keen. It, it was a horror yeah. show. <laughs> you, you were not finding the job that you wanted. No, I was not. And then I saw these people standing on the corner outside seem to be having fun handing out free stuff to people and so i was like hey <laughs> what are you guys doing like we're handing out mintos to the people uh i was like what do you get paid and they're like 15 dollars an hour and i was like i'm making six dollars an hour mm -hmm. and i hate my job <laughs> and so that's how i got involved in uh promotions and so i started doing promotions and spokes modeling so i started working for different brands promoting them by standing on the street handing out free stuff to people <laughs> well that's cool in the gang see candy keen it's weird how how people find fall into things how, how long were you a spokesmodel uh promoter oh like forever and now i'm doing it through writing so i <laughs> yes all all of my previous spokesmodeling and promo experience is now going into what i do for brands when i write and take pictures and post them so when did when did you get back to to Florida and and open up your costume shop? Uh, that 
is after San Diego. After so San Diego. So I went from but before San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, after well, San Diego. Well, I was there. I started managing promotions. And then when I went down to San Diego, I started working for Guinness. And I managed all uh, San Diego uh, malt beverage market. So all of their beers and also stuff like Smirnoff Ice and Smirnoff Twisted and uh, anything malt beverage So... Um, Sounds like a party <laughs> job to me. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of uh, late nights at bars with girls dressed up in costumes, uh, getting people to buy drinks. You know. <laughs> and what was the <laughs> handsome hubby doing? Hubby doing at this time? Um, he was working for. Let's see. He left the advertising agency and started working for um, a different agency in San Diego. And uh, then, so we ended up in Florida because my husband is in the military. And during this whole time, he was uh, doing reserves. So he would go back and do his reserve time. And then, you know, it wasn't like a big deal until this whole uh, 9-11 thing happened. And uh, all of a sudden, like, oh, we're at war. (laughs) Yeah. now, now being in the military is a completely different thing, and now it really affects us. And so then he got deployed, and that sucked. So I was far away from everyone, family out in San Diego. And uh, after he came back from Afghanistan, we decided to move back to Florida. Okay. At this point, did you have children? No, we did not have my son's only four. Oh, okay. And okay. We've been married seventeen years. <laughs> hey, God bless. That's cool. So yeah, yeah, at this point you were the so and you were the geek and you were doing the advertising. You were both in very similar industries. Uh, how, how, how fun was that? Uh, did you talk about each other's jobs and kind of really uh, relate to each other in that respect? Um. No, not in the advertising. It's <laughs> not really. You were both doing some kind of advertising. That's what it feels like to me. But maybe we you, were, you were more yeah. on the on the bouncy fun side, and he was more yes. on the on the <laughs> corporate. Uh, not maybe not as fun yeah, side. Yeah, it was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But, I'm I'm thinking Mad Men, but with a twist. <laughs> yeah. All right, Candy Keen. Well, you got back to Florida oh. with the hubby, and the yeah. and the husband went off to Afghanistan to uh, you know help out over there and protect the people. Yeah, we got back to Florida, and I found out the the promo work in Florida does not pay at all like what they pay in San Diego. Um, so uh, in San Diego, it's. <laughs> It's like they'll pay you really well in Florida. They're like <laughs> one of the promo companies. It was like, oh, okay, we like you to go to this event. By the way, here's your bikini, and we're going to give you ten dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, no. I remember those days. I, I, in my early days, I worked at KFC, and uh, I dressed up like a chicken, and and they didn't pay me a whole lot to to go out and dress up like a chicken. So, yeah. So I went back to the DJ work, and that was a whole lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and all the way um so getting ready to move to san diego mm. um we could only carry so much in the u-haul like we had to get like a smallish u-haul to hook up to my husband's truck right. and so we got the biggest one we could but we still couldn't fit all of our stuff in it so we really had to 
we're pretty choosy about what we were going to put, you know, in the truck. And so I started selling off. I've, I've always had a lot of costumes, always made a lot of stuff. And so I started selling all my stuff off on eBay and I started selling really well. And I was like, oh, my God, people will pay me for this. <laughs> At this point, why so, did you have so many costumes? It wasn't all just I've for always, Halloween, right? Um. Yeah, it was, well, um, I was modeling, so I would make costumes uh, for do, for modeling, too. So wow. I was doing, so I was modeling, and when we were in San Diego, um, I would go to the Playboy Mansion um, uh, for the parties, and yes. I would do the themed costumes for that, for, like, Midsummer Night's Dream, or, um, they, they, like, the parties would have different themes, and you could either wear lingerie or dress the theme so i would usually dress the theme but still involved some sort of lingerie-esque thing because it's playboy mansion (laughs) no fantastic and you got all these skills straight from mom that you know it's it's amazing (laughs) how that mirrors and that and and that helped you in your life uh, the way what you're doing these days Uh, yeah it's just it, it, it it it's so great when i hear these stories and i wonder how people began and you began you started your life doing what you're doing now what it, it, you were destined to become what you already are and, <laughs> and so, so candy keen tell me more uh, you got back to florida you 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 oh, right, before you went back to florida you sold off a lot of your costumes on ebay and then what happened um all the way to florida i was thinking that i could actually make a business out of it and then when i got to florida and found out that you know, I said the the work I was doing before didn't didn't pay well, and there wasn't really much available. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to start my own business, and I did. <laughs> and so I started making the costumes that had sold the best when I sold my own costumes. So I started making them for other people, and then I spent three years building a website and selling costumes online, and. After that, I used all the money that I made while sell, you know, doing that business. Like I was saving up money to uh, then I just went and opened a store. <laughs> you did open a brick and mortar store. When did that happen? Mm-hmm. 2009. 2009. What's the name of your store? Or was it? It or was is Three it? Muses Inspired Clothing. Three Muses. Why? Yeah. Three Muses, it was named after me, my mom, and my grandmother, because they were my grandmom and grandma were my inspirations. And also, I thought they were going to, they always told me that, oh, if I opened a store, they'd come, you know, help me be part of it and made it kind of sound like they would move here. <laughs> and then, um, like, seven years later, they still hadn't moved here, and it was still just me in the store, and by then i was kind of over it and i was just like screw it doing something else and it closed (laughs) well mind you your family was in in beautiful alabama discover (laughs) alabama okay there Uh, mom uh, mom is still in sarasota she's never leaving oh okay okay grandma is grandma is still in alabama and she's never leaving there either they're both just (laughs) stuck doing their own things talking about leaving one day and never 
going anywhere. <laughs> well, it's so funny that, you know, they, they've set up roots and, and they have obviously kept those roots down. But you did you did a little traveling. You you went around this this great country of ours and and found some things out <laughs> and, and discovered some things. And I, I, I think everyone in their 20s and I'll, I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. You're still made of rubber you still have your your wolverine healing abilities in your 20s so go discover yourself go find some things to do fall down fail and get right back up and then by the time you're 30 hey you know what you want to do and i'm guessing that's about where candy keen settled back to uh, sarasota florida and and started her life well we moved to jacksonville actually that's- jacksonville all right yeah, so we moved to jacksonville because it uh my husband is a surfer and so he would not go to the west coast of florida because there's no waves so we had to move to the east coast of florida and we both had um college like good college friends who lived in jacksonville and so we were like and we were actually looking for a house first in san diego and you can't get anything for like less than you know half a million dollars and that's like a 1960s shack in the middle of the desert. It was terrible. The stuff we were looking at, I was just like, this is depressing. I wonder how much cost, houses cost in Florida. And then I was like, oh, my God, we're moving. <laughs> right. It's so amazing that, that people will say, oh, Florida is less expensive than anywhere. Because really, it's expensive, too. And, but it's a, a whole lot less expensive than California. But a whole lot less expensive than San Diego, yeah. For was, sure. So so we decided, well, we'll be closer to family, you know, we'll have a nice, decent house. And um, so we and we had friends in Jacksonville and figured, and I had actually never been to Jacksonville before we flew in from San Diego and um, looked at houses and bought a house in three days. I think the one and only time I ever surfed in Florida was in Sebastian, and the, the waves were only waist high. So <laughs> there's a lot are, of sharks there. <laughs> yeah, are there better waves in Jacksonville? Please, please say yes. Um, no, I mean it has its days. Um, you know, there's good days and bad days. Um, Sebastian's actually a good place to surf. I mean, um, that whole area, a little south, is better than Jacksonville. Like. Um, uh, well, I guess that's Coco, what my buddy Coco said. Beach Let's go and, surf. Yeah. Yeah. Cocoa Beach and all that. I mean, that's where Kelly Slater's from. And um, that's uh, that's where my husband grew up surfing. So that's gotcha. his area down there as well. So um, I really don't like the water in Jacksonville. It's murky and kind of brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything I, north of Fort Lauderdale seems like it's it starts to get really industrialized. It's just, you know, and growing up in Sarasota with that, you know, beautiful <laughs> bathwater crystal, it's really hard when you go to a different place and you're just like, your water sucks. <laughs> you <know>? Understood. <laughs> Understood. And I guess we can talk a little bit about humans are destroying the earth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I just, it's, um you know, it's a different area. It's, it's, and the, and the, the waves are different too than yeah. San Diego. Um, I surfed a lot in San Diego. I haven't surfed <laughs> really at all since we moved to Jacksonville. I went and did like a surf camp and I was like, I still hate the water here. <laughs> are you pretty good at keeping your balance? Pretty good surfer? I yeah, I have um, like a seven six speed egg, so you know, a slightly larger board. I don't ride a short stick. I never 
uh, been able to get up on the shorter board, but that, um, so I've got that. And I understood about gonna... three of those words. So, <laughs> so yeah, you're a surfer. I get it. Yeah, I'm going to go watch gonna... point break again. Uh. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I can surf. I do enjoy it. I just don't like the waves and the water here. Um, I like San Diego and Hawaii. When we go to Hawaii, um, that's a good place for a long board. Anyone can Hawaii. surf. Why'd you go to yeah, Hawaii? Um, why not? Um, well, we get uh, my husband's parents usually go every year and they stay um, in the the military uh, rec center. It's like Palau military rec center area on the leeward side of the island. It's like this cute little like bungalows on the beach, and it's um it's like one of the military areas. Will you adopt me, please? <laughs> I want to go to Hawaii. It's uh, a no. I I once had somebody. I I once asked a a person from Hawaii, uh, "Do you say it Hawaii or Hawaii?" And he said Hawaii. And I said, "Thank you." He said, "You're welcome." (laughs) Well, I like when uh, when we go to Hawaii. um, And it's funny. We actually uh, our our when our first dog we named this. um, They always uh, our last name. They pronounce Kiane. Oh, I like that. So yeah, Candy Kiane. <laughs> Candy so, Kiane. Uh, I was like, it was. So, I was like, that's so pretty. So we actually named our dog Kiane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you you juiced it up a little bit. It's Candy Keen, Kiane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Candy Keen, the so geek mama. You you made it back to Florida, sunny sunny Florida, Jacksonville, sunny Florida, Jacksonville, and you opened yeah. up a store and you called it, it Three Muses. And after yeah, seven and years of only one muse inside. Uh, yeah, after seven years of getting no help, you said nope. Well, I will. Okay, just in case my mom and grandmother figure out yes. how to listen to a podcast, <laughs> I will add they did come and help me. My mom would help me set up um, stuff at conventions. I would do like vendor tables at conventions, and my mom would go to that and help me. And then um, my grandmother for the first like or almost every year she would come and stay like a month during halloween season and she would help me make all the stuff for halloween like she'd be cranking out wonder woman bottoms one after another so she would come and help so they would be here during like crunch time or when i needed them but i was hoping you know i had this big dream that they would be working in the shop on a daily basis and helping me all run right. it and be like a candy, family business candy keen <laughs> little secret from you to me and I'll, I'll whisper it so nobody else can hear uh if your mom is still trying to have you uh fill the pictures for her frame you know she's not going to be able to hear this podcast unless you press the play button for I her. I know. Okay. All right. That's that. Okay. And all right. Everybody stop. You can keep listening now. You can start listening. <laughs> just got to add that. I'm just poking a little a little humor at you, Mom, Grandma. Sorry. I know you're going to be listening to this. Somebody's going to press the play button, and we're going to hear Somebody. Candy Keen all over this planet. Word gets around. Word gets around. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after after you close up shop, you know, you, I mean, was it melancholy? You made thousands of costumes for people, especially September and uh, October. No, it was, you know, it was. I was ready because I've been doing it over a decade, and I was just ready for a change. And I'd had had my son, and he was sort of my focus at the time. Yeah, I was. I had too much. It was. It's. It was really hard to deal, like especially with customers who are like oh you know this wonder woman costume means every i have to have it now this is you know your problem and i'm just like 
I gotta go take care of my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're and, a good mama. You know, it was just, I was just like, yeah, it's just not important to me anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I was just ready to, to focus on doing the mom thing for a while. I just really. So, what year did you close up the, the brick and mortar? Um, uh, was it so 2016? Wow. I closed the Not store. Too long ago. So by that time, yeah. you were one year, at least one year into being a mama, and yes, yeah, uh, two and years was, since you were pregnant, I guess. So you you yeah. were already in the mama phase. I was because I I uh, I did uh, I had been sending them to um, daycare and running the shop because um, still uh, no uh, I I thought you know once again I thought mom or grandma might come and help or <laughs> me, you know we love you mom like, we I love you grandma i have a baby now don't you want to come see the baby <laughs> uh still just me so i by then i was really like screw this <laughs> right right so i um was like i'm gonna do something different and um i i was tired of the sending him off to daycare and you know i was like i'm missing all the stuff i went through a lot of trouble uh, to have a baby. Um, we had been trying for a long time, and we oh. did IVF. And, oh, sweet. Um, it was quite, quite, uh, you know, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I didn't go through all that to, like, just go back to working all the time. So, right. because running your own store is 24-7, it never stops. I mean, you know, and on the internet, I'm selling to people all over the world and almost half my business was international. So, it just never stopped because 24-7 and so I was just ready to stop it and concentrate on being a mom. And yeah. then just being a mom kind of drove me crazy and I had to write about it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great the way that worked out? And plus, you probably could do a lot of that, the sew geek, the sewing part at your house. You could probably work a lot of that from home if you were doing a lot of international business where you were having to yeah. ship anything anyway. Is, are uh, you still well, doing yeah, that I at all? Ship stuff, I ship stuff every single day. Right. Um, but when you have a small demanding child, you can't sew or get anything done except for take care of the small demanding child. For because sure. If you have a husband in the military who's traveling a lot, you're mostly doing it by yourself. Understood. Understood. You're, you're, you're giving me more insight uh, as to what, what that is <laughs> in your life. That, that point is, is the husband still away a lot? Uh, He's deployed right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's got to be hard. I'm sure you, you got to sacrifice a lot to, to be in the military. Yeah. And, so and it's, first and foremost, yeah. it's the family, isn't it? Yeah. So it, uh, so with all that going on, I, uh, so I started writing about my frustrations and, <laughs> uh, I didn't even expect anyone to really read it. It was just for me. And, then um, people did read it, yeah. and it started. Uh, then out of nowhere, like companies started contacting me, asking me to write about their stuff. And uh, you know, I, I, at first I was like so excited just to get free stuff. I was like, I'll write about anything. What do you got? A toothbrush cover? Great! Send that to me. I'll write a whole <laughs> article about it. You know. <laughs> and, and I'm sure they were happy to, to send you it. Yeah. In lieu of payment. <laughs> yes, I was so excited just to write about anything. You know, I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> and uh, um, 
it's a little different now. <laughs> but, um, well, just so yeah. so uh, mom knows she was right. Hey, you did use that writing. You did use I that. I did, yeah. <laughs> so I went into writing the blog, and I guess that's really what gave me an edge over a lot of people who try to do the blog thing is I actually know what I'm doing with writing, and I can even write AP style. You, you can know? write AP style. That's, that yeah. is something that I just recently <laughs> learned on Supergirl when she be, ah. you know, when she said she wanted to become a reporter and she goes and sees, uh, I can't remember his name, Sneaky or Sne- Sneakers or whatever his name was. And she says, hey, you don't, you write good, but you don't write AP style. So she had to learn about that. And yeah, you already knew about style. that. I still have my style book. <laughs> it's drilled into your head at journalism school. And there's two styles, Chicago style or AP style. But most places use AP style. So that's what they teach you in journalism school. And it's good because you have continuity through all of your writing and your stories. And um, it's then um, as you start blogging, you start learning about all the other stuff like SEO and all that that's a whole another thing that they certainly didn't cover when I was in journalism school <laughs> because they didn't have all that. <laughs> right, you got to get your keywords right so your so your uh, your website comes up to the top of the search engines. Of course, Google yes. has workarounds on that, and uh, you know SEO used to be so much easier back in ninety eight ninety nine when I was first making a website. I, I came up on the top of every search that I wanted to be on the top of, but, but now it's so much more difficult. Yeah, tricky. Yeah. And have you taught yourself that? Yeah, yeah, I learned it all as I went. Fantastic! Put in those keywords. I, I think I built my first website in ninety eight. Yes, um, I built like um, I did like a modeling portfolio, and that's <laughs> where I, you know, and I send them for like my my spokes modeling and promo stuff. Front page or HTML? I use GeoCities. <laughs> okay, even even more geeky than I am. I have no idea. <laughs> it's probably one of those one of those websites they they let you. Uh, kind of plug and play what you want. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, drag and drop. Um, it was uh, Yahoo's Yahoo uh, came out with the uh, features Yahoo GeoCities, and then it changed over to Yahoo Small Business and Site Builder. And so then I had my whole portfolio site um, on that forever, and so I just kept refining it over the years, and then. Uh, when I built my e-commerce site, I did it on pro stores and then pro stores closed. And then I switched over to Shopify. <laughs> you were on the cutting edge of, uh, of, uh, web, web design, the interwebs. Uh, yeah. I was, you know, when I was starting out, I started with a blank page, you know? <laughs> right. Now so, I'm like, Oh, they make it so easy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I still have an e-blog somewhere and I do update it from time to time. Most, <laughs> mostly it's, uh, it's about the, the podcast that I'm doing. I'll put links to the podcast on my e-blog and, uh, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, well, okay. You, you've done the sewing. You, you, okay. You've done the geeking first, I think. And, and the sewing mm-hmm. were kind of concurrent yes. with mom and take, <sighs> I guess you went to movies with her. And then the the mama, uh, the mama just came about four years ago. I, yeah. How did that change your life? You become a mom. No. I don't want <laughs> kids, but once you get kids, ah. 
Well, you don't necessarily want that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, hey, she didn't say that. Once you grow up, uh, young lad, <laughs> it, <laughs> take it back. Take no, it back. I, uh, I had, and I think that's what led to a lot of my writing is I didn't have, you know, I imagined I was going to have a baby and I was like, I'm just going to take my baby to work. Oh, well, I'm going to stick this baby in the corner and he's going <laughs> to sit in his playpen and, you know, I'll do work stuff. Like I see all the other babies doing all the other babies that I see. And then I had a baby and I'm like, my baby doesn't do that. <laughs> nope. I was like, I don't, why, why is mine so active? You know, and just, he just needs constant attention. He would not stay in crib that you know he would not stay in like a playpen he i couldn't take him to work it was um i did not have an agreeable baby <laughs> <laughs> no you had a baby that needed mama and that's what constantly challenging baby <laughs> yes <laughs> so yes. i yeah so it, um yeah i still see other babies doing this thing where they let where parents get things done. I'm just like, I did not have that experience. <laughs> so you didn't get the mama handbook that teaches you exactly how to raise a child? As it was step yeah, by no, step? I, none, none of the handbooks had my child in it. <laughs> so you... Uh, that is why I started writing. You started writing your own handbook. Correct. You let other people know. All that stuff you read, you might get one of these. <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> Don't believe those babies on the movies. You might get one like I have. <laughs> well, good. And now you're helping other people. So geek mama, candy keen. <laughs> Just uh, like some of my stuff. If you're on the fence about having children, maybe you shouldn't read it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll help you jump off that fence. <laughs> or I'll help you build the fence he's, higher. You know, he's four now. And so he's starting to, um, we're getting out of the constant tantrums and craziness. And he's the uh, well, you know, a little more fun now, but it was, it was uh, mom stuff is rough. <laughs> oh, Candy Keen, little by little, they're going to need you less and less and less. And then you're going to start feeling, oh, he doesn't need I know, anymore. one day, one day I'll be like, oh. <laughs> uh, don't say it with such a smile on your face. Hey, one day he's not going to need me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, when, when day. That's why, and that's why I, because I was like, I'm going to soak up, soak up this whole experience, the good, the bad, everything, and, um, and, and I guess write about it the whole way. So when uh, did you officially start the, the blog, So Geek Mama, Candy Keen? And start um, helping other people and, and putting your experiences <laughs> out there. Um, let's see. I think 2014 or let's see. I had him. He is 14, 15. So 2015, I think, because um, I switched it over to a public blog in 2015. I actually started a whole, while I was going through the IVF and everything, right. I had a anonymous blog. And so that's how I really discovered sort of the blogging community and um and how much i sort of sort of got my love for writing back is i wrote through the whole ivf you know everything and completely anonymous didn't share it with anyone didn't post links no seo on that um you yeah know, not, to, not it, to gloss over the ibf how how frustrating was that these these are people there's people out there that don't want kids and then there's people that do want kids there's people that don't want kids and they have them <laughs> and then there's people that do want kids and they can't have them how was yeah. that experience uh, you know was, every time the doctor said no not this time 
yeah it was it was it's definitely a rough awful thing and uh writing about it helped um that's why i went back to writing after after <laughs> i had the baby um but it's uh we went through we did like IUI and we did the drugs and we tried all kinds of stuff. We even tried acupuncture, um, you know, everything and nothing, nothing worked. And finally, uh, I was 39 and or they were like, maybe you should try IVF. And I was like, you know what? I think that's a good idea. Wow. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, we went through the whole process and all the drugs and everything and and um only made what is ivf is it shots is it pills there's a lot of shots a lot of shots ivf um so ivf is in vitro um so we we tried uh, there's like other stuff steps leading up to ivf ivf is like the (laughs) you know that's your your final step sort of until you and if IVF fails, then you start getting into like using other people's eggs and surrogacy and stuff. But so we got to IVF and that's where they pump you full of drugs to make you make a bunch of eggs. Um, so there was a point where I was getting like three shots in the stomach a night. Like, for, there was like a week of that. Just they're pumping you full of hormones and you're supposed to be creating all these eggs. And then they extract your eggs and then later uh you know like fertilize and implant them and freeze the rest and most people get maybe 10 to 20 eggs and so they have all these chances and i only made one. Oh my made one egg and one follicle and one egg and they said normally they would actually cancel the cycle and not go through with the ivf because they want to have extras to right. freeze and they said but honestly uh probably wouldn't do any better on the next round and so i said well let's let's do it let's go for this one one egg let's that cook that got. egg and so they got that one egg and it fertilized and uh divided and it's petri dish <laughs> and they implanted it and now it's four years old <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> no yeah. i mean how do you feel about that uh, that you you got this baby that's fantastic yeah well i mean that's what led to me like closing up the shop because i went through all of that and then i was like he's in daycare all day no you know <laughs> You know, are they telling you at daycare? Hey, he said his first words. He walked his you know, first walk. Yeah, you're and, like, oh, and he painted this and that. Uh, and like, that's the stuff I wanted to do. Exactly. So, I want to teach him to do that. You know, so so I, you know, I'm really glad that I did what I did. And I'm, I'm glad I was there for, um, so it was total stay-at-home mom for his first three years. Um and you've got a husband that's supporting you on this. This is good. <laughs> yeah, that's well, fantastic. A lot, a lot of, a lot of, just me, me and the kiddo. Um, but uh, so it's, you know, now I'm happy that he's he's going to preschool five days a week, and I'm actually starting to get to sew a little more now. That <laughs> Yeah, well, now you're you're developing a a, a routine, and come, you know, you have you have him in school, and 
And this way you have time to sew and you have time to write and you have time to do other things. Maybe, maybe you watch yes. a geeky movie or so or something. But, <laughs> yes. I'm but, super excited about school and life's pretty darn good right now. <laughs> so are you, are, okay. So are you still planning on sewing, doing the sewing part and, um, and shipping not, stuff out? I'm not making stuff for other people okay. anymore. Really like the custom work. I just, I still can't. I still don't have time to do that. Like I tried doing a custom costume for someone last year and it took me like four months. It was just like right. my, turn, my turnaround time is like, gone to hell. <laughs> well, most of the time they want their stuff right now because yes, they, yeah, because they, they dropped the ball. They, exactly. they It's two weeks yes. to the convention and they forgot to do all yeah. the work and, and they're not going to be able to do it. So they expect you to happens. work a miracle. <laughs> yeah. And I used to, I used to push and, this time of year, I'd be up until, you know, 4 a.m. every night making costumes and, you know, expressing. I'd be like, you know, FedExing stuff every single day, people last minute stuff. And so now all I'm doing is uh, going through. I still have hundreds of costumes of my own. Wow. And I have so I have an entire room of costumes um the closets filled and then the walls are completely covered with uh those storage containers that like with the pull-out drawers and every single one of the storage containers <laughs> has like, three at least three costumes in it so i'm and i have a bunch of stuff in the attic and then another closet in the guest room so what i've been doing is trying to slim down my my costumes and so i've been slowly putting them on Etsy. Um, so I'm selling off all of like a lot of my old costumes that I'm not wearing anymore. Um, and, uh, well, you have also, plenty of, plenty of gently used, uh, sized candy keen. Yeah. Uh, candy keen <laughs> sized. And then I have, <laughs> I have a lot of, um, stuff left over from the shop and like unfinished projects, stuff that I started and just never finished. So I actually have stuff and, all different sizes up in the Etsy shop. Like I just finished a 4X corset uh, the other day because I had started embellishing it and like sewing ribbons on it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finish this and put it up for sale. So slowly I've been finding all my old projects and finishing them. And Well, as far as the cosplay, do you, are you uh, one of the cosplayers that, that gets invited to cons or aspire to be <laughs> that? Or do you still get to go to cons at all? Uh, yeah, well, um, WasabiCon is coming up at the end of the month Wasabi here, Mother. and I'm a, I'm a cosplay guest at that. So, yes, I still do the cosplay guest thing. Um, wow, okay. So I've so there done, is some kind of a monetary career kind of uh, in being a cosplayer for you? Yeah, well, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not being paid to show up at WasabiCon. I was going. But you like, are. You're getting. <laughs> you're getting. Uh, what is? What was it? Those those bucks you were talking about? Bucks. Exposure bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're getting exposure bucks, Candy Keen. Yeah. <laughs> you can pay your <laughs> rent with those. <laughs> exactly. But it's um, so yeah. So I've done the um, cosplay guest thing for like ten years or so. Um, been to a lot of conventions. I've been in a lot of magazines and books and documentaries um uh i'm on the cover of jedi junkies which Excellent. you can rent you can rent on amazon <laughs> excellent 
Yeah, well, you put a lot yeah. of hard work and a lot of effort into your cosplay, so you deserve to have such accolades and, and, and be invited as guests. You know, so at least you don't have to pay admission to get into your cons, okay? Yeah. <laughs> at, at least you get a table and people people get to come up to you and, and say hi and, hey, you're Candy Keen. Aren't you that So, so Geek Mama blogger? That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I've seen you online. I like your stuff. And, and little kids coming up to you saying, you're my hero. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a good feeling in itself. I I don't cosplay that that often. I mean, I I have an original cosplay called Doctor What that I use when I I DJ some of these conventions. But uh, you know, that's my OC. But I, I still get a good feeling when I see the other cosplayers there at the conventions that that get to you know, especially when the kids look up and go, "Wow, Batman, Wonder Woman, wow, that's so cool!" <laughs> yeah. You know, you get that feeling. So good. You're still in the cosplay game. Are you getting the the boy into the game as well, the little one? I keep tr- I keep trying. You know, he's he's um, not entirely into the costumes. Um, it's funny. It's one of the reasons I was like, let's watch the new Spider Man tonight because he like loves Spider Man and he already has a couple of Spider Man costumes, but they're starting to fall apart because he was wearing them running around, you know, playing. And so I was like, oh, I'll get him a new Spider-Man costume. And just, you know, he's a kid, so I'm not, like, hand-making a Spider-Man costume. I'm like, Amazon. So <laughs> I uh, I got him, this, and I was, like, all excited. And, it, you know, it's, it's coming. And I was like, oh, you have a new Spider-Man costume coming. Do you want to be Spider-Man for Halloween? And he's like... I don't like Spider-Man anymore. Since like yesterday, come on, you know. That's so five minutes ago, Mom. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, let's watch. Oh, look, we can rent the new Spider-Man, and then he fell asleep like. 10, 15 minutes into it because he's like, when does Spider-Man start fighting things? And, you know, <sighs> the, the new, like, Spider-Man Far From Home, it's he's going on vacation. He's right. got life happening, you know. <laughs> he's not fighting any bad guys. So, <laughs> so the kid just totally fell asleep on it. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm going to have to start it over tomorrow in the, in the middle when he's, like, in his suit and having some fighting action to try and get him excited about wearing something for halloween <laughs> that's right the iron spider oh oh sorry spoiler alert yeah should have said that right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was he already like busted out he had a uh, iron spider pajamas and he wore those things like every day until the knees ripped out <laughs> good you're getting that boy you're training them right yes, <laughs> your young padawan <laughs> Fantastic. I'm trying. He's so Geek Mama, <laughs> you, Candy Keen, you are living it. You're living the life that you're writing, and you're becoming the person that you were meant to be. Uh, uh, you know, I could see that from an early age with your mom and grandma, <laughs> and your mom especially, teaching you teaching you how to make the costumes and such. So, yeah, and, and you know, you're, you're all things geek. I, I think we could certify you. Put put our, our What Makes You Famous stamp of approval, geekiness, <laughs> uh, uh, geekiness approved. So, so yeah. I think you've proven it to all the all the people listening that that you are who you say you are, and and you you know you do what you say you do, and, and that's fantastic. Am. You're walking and if the I walk. Any, yeah. <laughs> if I have any doubts, I 
when I hang out with people who are not nerdy or geeky, and then that's when I realize I'm like, oh god, I'm so geeky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If anything comes up like about costuming or Star Wars, that's when it really hits home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Candy uh, Keen, the So Geek Bama, you're a good follow. Tell the people how to get a hold of you or how they can connect with you on geekmamas.com and uh on all the social channels i'm so geek mama and it's s-e-w not s-o so. <laughs> yes so yeah you could spell the whole thing out because a lot of people don't know how to spell geek either <laughs> and mama and mama for that matter <laughs> that's right it's true because mama could have two m's but that looked really weird so we went with m-a-m-a so S E W G E E K M A M A. So Geek Mama. Now you got it from A to Z. Uh, so <laughs> Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama. It's been a complete pleasure chit chatting with you. Any any other things or any last words for the people? Um, no, I think we covered my entire life story pretty well. <laughs> well, I'll catch up with you in the near in the future sometime as as time progresses. Maybe something new will will have happened by then. So okay. g- give the people some last words of wisdom and advice from the Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama. Last words of wisdom and advice. Um, I don't. I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds I like say, that. I would say one thing one thing I would tell people Please. that you know you grow up having a dream and sometimes you achieve that dream and then realize that you know things change and maybe you need to change that dream and do something different you know because <laughs> I wanted to grow up and open a costume store and that was my dream and then I found myself doing it and I was like okay I already did that we'll check that box off now let's do something different so you can achieve your dreams and then go do something else too. Well, there you have it, party people. Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama. She's a sewer from an early age. She's a geek from an early age. She's a mama. Well, she learned from her mama from an early age, and now she is a mama, blogging about mama stuff, her experiences. Get to know Candy Keen, Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama. Get to know her. You'll be a much better person. She's a good follow. And she's a good cosplayer, too, for that matter. Yeah, she puts a lot of effort into her costume building. So if you and if you happen to be candy keen sized, she might have a costume for you. Gently used. There you go. So get in contact with Candy Keen. Follow Candy Keen. I encourage you, you stalkers. Follow Candy Keen, the So Geek Mama. S-E-W-G-E-E-K-M-A-M-A. Everywhere. So Geek Mama. Candy Keen, thank you so much for being on the program and telling your story. We spent some good, a good time. I had a good time learning about you and your journey so far. It's, it's not over, not even by a long shot. And a uh, big thanks to, to your husband out there fighting and protecting the people. Thank you so much. All right, Candy Keen, thank you so much. So Geek Mama. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. If you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for this edition. Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want with some great Great quotes. quotes. Anger is the feeling that makes your mouth 
work faster than your mind. Evan Esser. The music you want. RadioWhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of KeysDan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of RadioWhat.com. The music you want is on. Radio